cute. Dude, it's fucking hot as balls, man. <laughs> you guys should get gold bond spray, not you, Yoshi. Uh, and, and you spray it on your balls and in your butt and stuff when it's really hot and it keeps it from sweating. It, it does a really good job. Um, gold bond spray. You know who, who, who put me up on that? Who? Probably the same person who put you up on it. No, Jenica's brother put me up on it. Well, that's who put me up on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to go. I mean, I, it, the gold bond powder can work as well, but uh, I think the spray. Oh, sure. I think the spray's even better. Just more convenient, I think, mostly. Yeah. And uh, less messy. That's a nice commercial. Pods, pods, pods. Pots pot, Oh, hello and welcome to the 27th edition of that Pods Pod. All the gang is here. We got Emmanuel Dinks. <gasps> got Yoshi. Yoshi. Hello. And we got Stat Boy Moy. What's up? What's up? All right, so we got a great episode for you guys today. Before we start, I want to encourage everyone to please, please jump onto iTunes and leave us a review. The situation with that is we are currently at three and a half stars and 11 reviews. And it is our personal goal to get up to four stars. However, uh, because of reviews like the one I'm about to read, we are stuck at three and a half. This is, uh, this is one of the reviews, a, a one-star review, um, that is keeping us, keeping us down from our rightful, rightful ownership of those four stars. Let me read this review to you. The title is, Find a Better Use of Bandwidth and Electricity. And this is from DLoki615. And DLoki states, This has to be the worst podcast I've ever listened to. It is completely lacking of any insightful, researched, or relevant information about the Padres organization or the MLB. But if you want to hear three foul-mouthed stoners campaign against organized religion and try to recall what they read online about the Padres, then you're in luck. Absolutely horrible. So... Uh, first of all, I'm not a stoner. I'm, I'm not even high right now. And um, you guys, do you have any thoughts on D. Loki's review? Do you agree with him? <sighs> Baby back bitch. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree too. And I, and I don't think that we're going to change anything about the podcast. But I do think that we want better reviews than that. So please, out of the goodness of your heart, go to iTunes. Leave us a positive review. And uh, what? When? Uh, I guess there, was there an episode that we, where we rallied against organized religion? I don't remember that. Uh, I don't remember doing that. But maybe, maybe we do. We just have an enemy here. Maybe he's like an enemy from high school. I minored in religion, motherfucker. Yeah, help me. I'm Jewish. Our uncle is a priest. Bitch. Yeah. All right. Anyways, let's get going. I believe in my heart of hearts and my soul of souls that this will be the dopest, mm -hmm. the most on fleek episode oh. that we've ever done. And do you guys know Amen, why? Amen, brother. Why? Because we're going to do the lovable losers team. That's what our plan is. In the last episode, uh, Manny had uh, a revelation that the identity of this team is charming, that we're a charming team. The players, of course, not the management. 
but but in that vein, uh, we've decided to create a, a Padres 21st century lovable losers team. A bunch of charming players who are just kind of bad. Uh, and the criteria for us making this team is that the player had to play uh, for the Padres after 1999 until present. So from 2000, uh, the player had to play on the team from 2000 uh, to 2016. Um, and when we select the player, the only criteria for us is that we be able to justify why that player is a lovable loser. Uh, we're only going to pick uh, position players. Uh, nine position players and a starting pitcher, no relief pitchers. So, uh, Lomo, you can't pick uh, Akinori Otsuka. God damn it! Um, but so let's let's get going. The the twenty first century Padres lovable loser team. Um, before actually before we get started, uh, were there any players that you guys, when you were thinking about your teams, that you think would definitely not make the cut, either because they're not lovable or because they're not a loser? Any, any players in Padres' 21st century history that you would say, definitely not a loser? Uh, Manny? Um, well, I guess who who is not a... who people don't think is a loser and who I don't think is lovable. Um, yeah, Trevor Hoffman. I said it. Okay. You said that he's not a loser? No. Okay. I wrote down Tony, Adrian... Ryan Klesko, which I think is debatable. Nevin, which may be debatable. Mark Loretta. Those were some of the people that, that jumped out to me. Uh, players that were not lovable that that immediately jumped out to me and therefore could not make this list. You guys remember Milton Bradley? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That guy was a dick. Uh, for some reason, Ray Lankford. Do you guys remember Ray Lankford? We got him from the Cardinals. Why, why, why not lovable? I don't know. I just, I just never liked his face. Mm. Um, so that was him, Mark, Marcus Giles. I, I, he was he was never lovable for me. <laughs> I agree with that one. Uh, and Ryan Ludwig, uh, he was a guy we got like in a midseason trade, and he like never really wanted to be here, and and was also not good at baseball. So, anyways, those are players that that I kind of disqualified right away for either being not a loser or not lovable. But let's get, let's get into the, the heart of this matter. Wait, where, uh, where does Brian Giles stand? Hmm. Let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Where does Brian Giles stand? He's not on my list. Um, and I think mostly it's because he's, for me, it's because I don't think he was a loser. Um, he, I loved him because he was. Uh, he did a lot of homoerotic stuff and was really well tanned, and you know, was pretty good. Uh, what do you think about Brian Giles? Uh, I didn't. I didn't list him either, um, because I questioned if he really falls under the the, the category of of a loser. And um, actually, no, I, I I didn't. I didn't find him lovable. Um, but I though I did. I, uh, I did find his his antics funny, uh, but no, the fact that he um, was super tan and buff and had that that bleached hair, um, I I didn't find that lovable or endearing or or charming at all. Okay, but he wasn't a mu- enough of a loser for you to include him on this list. Or or what? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> every once in a while, he'd you know he'd, he'd he'd crank some cool homers. Yeah, he would crank them. All right, let's get started. Uh, we're going to start with catcher. So I'm going to go over to Yoshi for this. Yoshi, who is your lovable Padres 21st century lovable loser catcher? Wiki. Gonzalez. Wiki, 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 what? I just like his name. <laughs> it's just, it is just like, you know, he obviously was not very good. But you didn't get that sense that, oh, you know, he thinks he's hot shit. He was just kind of just there, doing what he was hired to do, but didn't do it as well as one would have hoped, I guess. When did he play for us? I'm thinking early 2000s, right? Yes, I think it was like maybe 02, 01, 02. Do you guys have any thoughts on uh, on Wiki Gonzalez, Manny or, or Yoshi? Or, oh, I'm sorry, Manny or Lil Mo? Um, no, not really. I don't have too many thoughts on him, but, but, but no, but I love, I love that pick and for the, for that reason, um, 
uh, awesome, awesome name. He he was our catcher for from 1999 to 2003. Like he was our catcher for five years, and you know he was a he was a mainstay in the franchise. I think he he played a solid he played a solid catcher. Um, let's see here in uh, look at like 2001. He he had an OPS of almost 800, which is above average. Uh, yeah, like you could almost make the argument that he's not a loser, but but not quite. Um, yeah, I think that's a good, good, solid pick, and and yeah, and the name is just it's up there with with some of the best. Um, <laughs> anybody else have a different catcher pick? I had. Let me tell you mine. I chose Ben Davis. You guys remember Ben Davis? Oh yeah, yeah. So Ben Davis, I don't know. I felt like he uh, he was kind of like the Will Myers of that era in that. In that he had these like boyish good looks. He had a super rectangular face, like a <laughs> a, du- a Dudley Do Right kind of chin, you know. And there's that one. Do you guys remember the Channel Four commercial with the the girls chasing him down the beach? Do you remember that? No. I don't. No? I don't. There, there was yeah, there was a Channel Four Padres commercial with with girls chasing Ben Davis down the beach. I don't really remember more than that, but but yeah. Um, so yeah, because he was like a when we when he we we brought him up, he was a young and talented player. He was he was supposed to be a big deal, and he never kind of lived up to expectations. Um, I don't know. You guys must remember this. He's he's probably most famous for breaking up that Kurt Schilling no hitter with the yeah. bunt. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So so overall, Ben Davis is lovable because he he was you know he was a tr- an attractive young man. Um, and had tons of potential, and we had big expectations for him. But he's ultimately a loser because he just was never that good. Uh, he never slugged over 360. I think in his best season in 2001, he had he had 1.3 wins above replacement. But you know, overall, he definitely didn't turn in what, to what we thought he was going to. And then we traded him in 2002 for Brett Tomko and Ramon Vasquez, which. Uh, if if you like my my boy Ramon, um, you know that was a good deal. Um, okay, so for catcher we got we'll say we have Ben Davis uh, and and Wiki Gonzalez platooning on our. Go ahead, Manny. I, I've got one. I, were you about to move forward? Uh, I was, but then I value your opinion and I want to hear it. So I think you should should bring it. Um, and and shout out to Channel Four Padres. Uh, that's. Just you mentioning that brings back so many good memories. Yeah, um, Jake Mitchell. Oh, yes. Um, we'll have a funny. We'll we'll have to tell our our midnight Johnny story one day with about Jane Mitchell. But um, <laughs> um uh, my catcher was uh, Miguel Ojeda. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Good call. Why? Uh, just for the simple story, which I I, I don't know if I've told this story on here before. I feel like I've told it recently, but maybe it was just to you. So Miguel Ojeda, we, I, I was with with my friend uh, when we used to work at, at Petco Park. Shoot, I'm already, I can't remember if this is at Qualcomm or Petco. Pretty sure it was, it was at Petco. And, you old um, bitch. And um, uh, my friend was taking some type of like for school. Um, he had a, a new like he was taking a nutrition class. And um, and in that he asked he was asking the players both, uh, during batting practice, um, asking them what they what their pregame uh, meal was, and so uh, and I remember I only remember two of the players' responses. Oh, actually, Boomer was there too. Boomer. So uh, one player was Khalil Green, and I remember Khalil Green uh, just saying he he ate tuna, plain tuna. <laughs> With nothing else, like like my friend was like like tuna, like with something, like in a sandwich, like and Kalug, like just in a straight like monotone, monotone, like like uh, uh, no, like almost looking like scared, just was like no, just just tuna, just, just plain, um, and we thought that we thought that was funny, like all right, it's cool, so t- Kalug eats, eats tuna, like probably straight out of the can, um, uh, David Wells. I forget. I think he, oh, he said he eats pasta, and then when my friend said pasta with what, like what do you drink with it, uh, he he said with a very mischievous smile. He said water and like 
smiled and chuckled and walked away, um, which you know clearly meant uh, beer, and um, <laughs> and uh, and so then he asked Miguel Ojeda, Miguel <laughs> um, just uh, he didn't even like he Miguel Ojeda kept walking while my friend was asking him, and as he in 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 stride as he kept walking, he just turned to my friend and and yelled. Uh, when my friend said, "What do you eat? What do you eat before the game?" He just turned and, and went, "Panocha," and <laughs> and stuck his tongue out <laughs> with a big smile and kept and just kept walking. Manny, for our listeners who don't speak Spanish, what is what does panocha mean? Vajayjay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, I think Miguel Miguel's is has. Uh, supplanted Ben as in the platoon. Um, so we got, we got Miguel Ojeda and Wiki Gonzalez as our platoon catchers for the 21st century lovable losers team. Uh, let's move on to first base. Any, any calls here for first base? So oh. I misinterpreted uh, lovable losers. I thought it was just like, I mean, essentially the, the Padres organization is just, we're a losing organization, so I just thought it was good Padres players in a losing organization. <laughs> you, didn't, um, you didn't pick Adrian, did you? No, I did. I picked I picked Phil Nevin. Well, uh, I was yeah. I was kind of I was kind of up in the air about picking Phil because he's one of my favorite Padre players of all time, just because he's so hard nosed and like disagreeable and has that kind of stocky body type that for some reason I like in in baseball players. Like, uh, uh, do you remember when they first went to Petco Park? Phil Nevin was pissed. Like, it was just, it was hard to hit home runs. And then there was one where I think he would have gone at a Qualcomm, but he didn't get it at Petco. And he just looks at the owner's box and, like, mad dogs the owner's box. Yeah. Yeah. What an <laughs> asshole thing to do. That's lovable. Uh, yeah. He, yeah, it is in some ways. Yeah. Um, he, he was the first, yeah, he was like the first Padres player to kind of lead this, this charge and, and create this. Uh, sentiment among fans and players that that Petco was was not a good place for hitters, uh, and he he definitely yeah led the led the charge of the light brigade on that. Um, I think that's a fair enough pick, man. We'll we'll give you Phil. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But for me, he was very lovable for the, for those reasons. Although you could you could easily say he, he he's not lovable for those same reasons, depending on your perspective. Uh, any other first baseman before I give mine? I don't know if he was a first baseman or not. I think he just kind of played different positions. But remember Robert Fick? Yeah. Oh, that, that was my that was my. Oh really? Yeah. Why did you Why did you pick the Fick? I just picked him because I once found out that he rescued a cat at like Shea Stadium or something, and me being a cat lady, that just was like, oh, lovable. Yes, th- that is exactly the kind of story that we need for this team. Yes, was it like stuck stuck on a the foul pole or something? No, I think it was like hiding somewhere, like near the cameras or something. <laughs> That's a wonderful story. <laughs> I-, I picked Robert Fick as well, uh, almost solely because of a picture that I saw in the Union. I think it was in the Union Tribune or something. After we we clinched the division in 2005, and Manny Manny will know this, um, Robert Fick was pictured uh, chugging a bottle of Patron uh, straight from the bottle, but he's holding it up over his mouth, like almost the way that you do in middle school so you didn't give your friends your cooties, and he's just pouring tequila into his mouth. Uh, I mean... And he's and he's a ginger and he's just kind of like a bench player, but he was just he was <laughs> that picture right there made him uh, made him an easy choice for me at first base. That that is lovable, and and although he's you know he, you could probably consider him a loser because he was just you know bench player most of his career, but but yeah, the tequila picture is why I picked Robert Fick. That's funny because. I I didn't know where to put Rob. I knew, I knew I wanted Robert Fick somewhere on on my list, um, but like Yoshi said, I was like, wait, where? Like, it seemed like he played a few positions, but um, uh, my my mem- going back to what you're talking about, Rhino. Um, 
just do you remember when they were celebrating in the clubhouse after that game? Uh, Robert Fick was by far the party animal in that crew. Like he was going insane with the champagne, just like pouring it all over him. <laughs> like, like he, he, yeah. was, he was he was ready to rock. That was that was one of my favorite Padre memories ever. Is watching the, that celebration in the in the yeah. clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. So Robert Fick, uh, unchallenged at first base, uh, he, he's our starter. So, gonna move on to second base. Who's who's your call at second base, Yoshi? You got a call at second base, right? Yeah, I'm not sure if he was lovable though, but I'm probably loser. Um, Jimenez, D'Angelo Jimenez. Anybody else have D'Angelo at second base? No. I did. That was my second base pick. Yoshi, what? Uh, any particular reason you picked him? I don't know. He just kind of stood out for some reason when he said lovable losers. He was... My main reason for picking him is he had braces. Uh, when we first got him, he had braces. <laughs> you know, I that crossed my mind, too. And I can't, I can't confirm or deny the reason that he had them. It... it before, right before we got him, he was in a pretty devastating car accident when he, I think he was a prospect with the Yankees. And the braces may have been because of that, or they may have been just because he, he needed them naturally. But I just love the fact that he had braces combined with the fact that he was from the Yankees. And again, someone with a lot of potential, I think we kind of expected more from him than he could uh, produce. And he never really panned out for us. But I remember at the time, he was one of my favorite players because he was young. He had braces. I had braces when I was, you know, 14. And, and yeah, I don't know. And he had a kind of a cool name, too. D'Angelo with the, with the apostrophe after the D. That's, that's badass. That's racist. Um, yeah, that's racist, too. Anybody else have a second baseman? Or, or is D'Angelo going to be our uncontested starter? Um, I'm kind of shocked by this. How did none of you have Ramon Vasquez? Because he's a shortstop. I remember him being our second baseman. I'm going to look it up, but I'm almost positive he was our shortstop. Whether Okay, so we can, whether or not he's a second baseman or a shortstop, tell us about why you chose Ramon. Because he, he was very lovable, very, um, I don't know how to put this, um, good looking. And, um, and his wife was smoking hot. How did you know his wife was smoking hot? Because she'd always sit behind home plate. And she did a, I think they did a one-on-one with, or a, or a two-on-one uh, with, with either Jane Mitchell or um, one of the, the other hosts that conducted uh, Padres one-on-one. But yeah, I remember the Padres one-on-one with Ramon Vasquez and his wife. Yeah, and his wife is, is bringing it super hard in like the classic, super classy uh, Mexican telenovela actress way. Um, he, I appreciated that. And if you, I, I went during that time that they did the one on one. That was like Ramon Vasquez was our best player for like two weeks. <laughs> Dude, Ramon Vasquez was our best player for like two years. Oh. I think. Um, wait, that's, so, so wait, that's so the way. By... Was he your first a second baseman or shortstop? He was a third uh, baseman. No, <laughs> they have him listed here. No, baseball reference lists him as shortstop, third baseman, and second baseman. But I, I would, I would stake my life on the fact that that he played mostly shortstop for us. No, you're you're probably right. Um, I don't know why. I always I remember him as a second baseman. So when he was playing shortstop, who was our second baseman in those years? Oh shit, you were right, man. In two thousand two, Ramon Vasquez played uh, second base, and Devi Cruz played shortstop. Uh, okay, that's 2002. Let's check 2003. Man, I was like absolutely positive. 2003. Okay, in 2003, Ramon moved to shortstop. Mark Loretta was at second, and Sean Burroughs was at third. Damn. And let's I, see. I don't remember them playing together even. His last, his last year with the Padres in 2004, Ramon was a bench player. Um, so okay, so he only he only played shortstop for one year. So we're both equally right, I suppose. Um, 
yeah, Ramon was was very handsome and and our best and the best player arguably on a on very bad Padres teams. Um, yeah, that's what that's why he's that's why he's a loser because <laughs> although he was our best player uh, in the grand scheme of things as a major leaguer, he was he was probably below average. Um, okay, so we have our second baseman, D'Angelo Jimenez. Some sometimes uh, you know platooned by Ramon Vasquez. Uh, any, let's move on to shortstop. Any calls for shortstop here? I have a pick that's not Ramon Vasquez. We know Manny's pick was Ramon for shortstop. Any picks no, that are not that was, Ramon Vasquez? That was my Vas- pick for second base. Oh, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Um, so any picks for shortstop? Baha'i master himself. Khalil Green, of course. Yeah, but yeah. Khalil Green, the reason I didn't pick Khalil is because he's not a loser. Well, I guess he is. In the Padres context, he's not a loser. Yeah, I guess that's what makes this whole discussion very sticky. And that's uh, why it's a discussion. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, I mean, <laughs> yes, in, in my in my mind, um, I don't consider Khalil a loser. Um, I love like He's one of my favorite players of all time. Um, but, you know. In the bigger scheme of things, uh, yeah. I have like two vivid memories of Khalil Green. One is uh, we're at the game and he had just hit a homer, and then they zoom in on his face, and he's just like serious as hell, just like if nothing happened. I don't know, it was just funny. And the second one is uh, Manny uh, mimicked his voice as if when he's negotiating his contract, and he's like, "Hey, Khalil, how much do you think you should make?" He's like, "I don't know, like like five hundred dollars." Like I, I just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I could, I could totally picture picture him just walking out in the middle of a of a contract negotiation just because he's too stressed, um, and just whispers his agent just 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 get it over with, just get it over with. Um, and he's a rapper too, so yeah. Khalil Green was was an absolute enigma. And when I was uh, when I was a part of Grandstand podcast a couple weeks ago, uh, the hosts of that podcast, Mario, told a story about Khalil. Well, not a story about Khalil, but told a fact that I didn't know about Khalil, which was that when Billy Bean, the general manager of the Oakland A's, named uh, certain players that he wished he had drafted. The only Padre on that list was Khalil Green. He was a tremendous talent, man. Out of Clemson, just just a tremendous talent. Uh, that's a good call at shortstop. You know who I had was Damian Jackson. You guys remember mm, Damian Jackson? That's a good one. I love Damian Jackson. I re- I remember. I just remember him as a as a like kind of a an all around player. He had speed. He could he could hit for contact. I mean, not really, but but he could he could hit for contact. He played decent defense, um, and he and on on those on those early two thousand teams, I just remember him being like the only Padre player that seemed like an athlete, and that's why I liked him. Um, so my pick was Damian Jackson, and he was cute too. He was he was cute, which adds to the lovability factor. Okay. Let's move on to third base. Uh, what do you guys have for third? I, I had, I had three different players that I was kind of waffling between. Uh, one kind of really obscure, the other not so much, and the one pretty, and another one pretty current. Uh, any calls on third base? Or Yoshi? Yoshi, who do you got for third base? I thought Mo had one for third base. No. Pass that book. Little Mo, are you uh, still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Do you have a third base pick? No, I don't. Okay. Uh, Manny, do you have a third base pick? Um, yes. I, I also was waffling. Uh, I was torn between two, but I'll, I'll go with, I think, someone who we could all agree is lovable. Um, and I think it's very fair to say, loser, um, El Torito John. That was my pick. Yeah. That was my Why pick. did you pick Sean? 
uh, he was there was something just about him that was so adorable. I think we 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 expected so much out of him. Um, we wanted him to be. We wanted him so badly to be good. Uh, he wanted so badly to be good. You can tell he was trying his butt off every game, but um, um, you know things just didn't go. I I I think we he he we we would refer to it as oh man we're about to Sean Burroughs this guy, and that's what we would always call uh, bringing up a kid too soon, and I think maybe he just wasn't ready. Yeah, I I think that was part of it, and I think part of it too was that that he just. He never developed the skills that you wanted to see out of a third baseman. I mean, he could always hit for contact and get singles, but ideally you want your third baseman to be able to hit some home runs and, or at least hit some, some line drive doubles and, and things of that nature. And Sean Burroughs just could never develop any, any power whatsoever. Um, yeah, I picked Sean, Sean Burroughs as my ultimate pick as well. Uh, he, he won the first game at Petco Park. <laughs> uh, he got a single in the in the eleventh inning against the Giants, and we we beat them four to three. And yeah, like Manny said, we'd all been expecting him for it seemed like years. I, I'm sure it wasn't years, but we'd been hearing about Sean Burroughs for for months, and and we had such high expectations from him for him. And it's not that he failed, but he just kind of yeah, he didn't live up to expectations. And again, I, I think that's what happens when you're a consistently you know, terrible team that you just grasp onto anything that that ownership is selling, and they sold Sean Burroughs hard, and he, you know, he didn't turn into what what we expected him to. But and then he got into drugs, and that's cool. So that's lovable too. Um, but he got out of it. He got out. Yeah, he got out of it. So yeah, hopefully Sean's doing well now. But yeah, I picked Sean as well. Just. Just because ultimately he is a loser, but he was—he had that round face and the curly hair, and and a couple of clutch clutch hits, and 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 you know arguably, uh, you know the most famous hit in Petco Park history. Uh, yeah. Do you know why they called Sean Burroughs um, El Torito? No. So do you, um, Yoshi, you remember this, right? Like on Sunday games, that's how they would announce yeah. him, the the Spanish announcer. Um, and with for Sean Burroughs, like El Torito, and it was it's because like remember Sean Burroughs' body, and remember how he would like trot with his short legs to first, and he'd run like really hard and fast. Do you? Do yeah. You, that so he's like a little bull, or like a bull. Mm, I could see that. I thought it was it was in reference to the restaurant, and he really <laughs> liked the chips, the chips and salsa from El Torito. It, but that, that's that that's even too. better. I also had for third base. I also had Adam Rosales from this season, just because <laughs> that, that home run trot. Um, but he's really bad. Um, yeah. And I also had. Do you guys remember Ed Sprague? Whoa! You remember that name, Ed Sprague? That's quite an obscure call. Well, he didn't. He didn't jump into my mind immediately. It was when I was going through rosters and I saw his name, and I was like, "Oh, this guy used to." Like he will always, when I hear the name Ed Sprague, because I believe that he wore glasses at some point in his career. Maybe not with the Padres, but maybe on a baseball card I saw him. He's wearing glasses, and he he will always be. When I hear the name Ed Sprague, I think of of pictures of like that movie Nerds. Like he he he. Uh, Ed Sprague will always personify like a nerd to me for some reason, um, even though he may not have been that. And I couldn't tell you anything about his statistics or really anything else. I think he was a you know solid bench player for us uh, in the early two thousands, but maybe just two thousand. But I, I picked Ed Sprague just because of this baseball card he had with glasses on. No, um, he had a WAR score of a four. Did he really? Maybe. No, he didn't. Maybe. I mean. Yeah, he, he might have. Yeah, we'll never know. There's no way to confirm or deny that. Yeah. Um, so no, no coups, huh? Oh, dude! When I originally drafted my list, I think I thought about Kuz, but he didn't make the the final cut. That's a good call. Kuz is pretty lovable. Kuz Kuz rode his Segway scooter. No, he rode a either a bike or a Segway. I remember him having an interview with Darren Smith, where is it Will Myers that rides the Segway, or was that Kevin yeah. Kuzma? Will Myers does, yeah. Okay, so so Kevin lived downtown and rode his bike to 
Petco Park, which is obviously endearing. And again, he was probably our best player for like a year, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was like jersey giveaways for Kuzminov from what I remember. Yeah. There was the Kuz chant when everyone thought they were booing him. Right. Yeah. All right. So honorable mention for let's let's say we got we got Sean Burroughs uh, backed up by Kevin Kuzminoff. Putz 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 putz. Hey, fellas, summertime's here, which means it's time for that heat. Totally, which means it's time to stay cool. Stay cool with Gold Bond No Mess Powder Spray. For your whole body and targeted hot spots. Like your balls. Balls. At the touch of a button, Gold Bond No Mess Powder Spray always hits the spot to refresh places other sprays can't. Like your gooch. gooch. Because it even sprays upside down. (laughs) Yup, that's the best part. Now you can easily spray and freshen up down there after a shower. Spray some on before a workout. Spray some on before work. While you're at work. Spray some in your mouth while you're taking a shit. Spray some all inside your pee hole while taking a shit. Spray some in your cunty wife's eyes when you feel angry. Spray some all up in your daughter's face when you feel like it. Spray some on before the Padres game and during. And after. Gold Bond No Mess Powder Spray. It's a great product for sweaty balls. Let's move on to right field. Uh, Any calls on right field? Going once. Going twice. Bitch, Bubba Trammel. Duh. (laughs) Bubba Trammel, dude. Bubba Trammel was the only guy who could hit home runs on our team for a long time. Well, at least two years from 2001 to 2002 when he played with us. Uh... One of my favorite players in those years. Uh, he actually he had 25 home runs in 2001, which isn't loserish of him. Um, I enjoyed Bubba Trammell a lot because of his name, uh, because of his slightly pudgy face. Um, and I just always liked Bubba Trammell because he was the only like home run hitter on our team. And when you're young, I was young at the time, you, you, you want to see home runs. Uh, anybody else have any memories of Bubba Trammell or uh, support or uh, reject my pick? No, yeah, I mean that that you you pretty much uh, sum it up. He he wasn't my pick for right field, but um, uh, but yeah, Bubba Trammell was he he was the man for a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, something that makes him before we get to your pick for right field, Manny. Something that makes him uh, a little bit more of a of a loser uh, in my mind. I found this news story that in 2013 he uh, got in a domestic violence dispute at his home and started. Apparently, according to this news story from this Tennessee uh, newspaper, he 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 got out of bed after lying in bed for like three days and just started breaking shit. Like he got out of bed and just started like he went into his refrigerator, started throwing shit, like throwing milk bottles against the wall and just just breaking shit. He started shoving. The news reports stated as a female family member, so it could be his daughter, which is terrible. It could be his wife, which is also terrible. But uh, nobody was seriously hurt, which makes it, you know, funny now. Uh, but after this domestic violence dispute, he gets in his car and uh, tries to run over police officers. Uh, they ask him to stop. Well, you know, they stand in the street, ask him to stop, and he doesn't stop. So Bubba's tra- Bubba Trammell got in, got in a, you know, got himself on. On the books. So, you know, that makes him even more of a loser in my book. Uh, wow. So, th- that was my call. <laughs> That's Manny, crazy. Who you got, who you got to, to challenge Bubba Trammell for his uh, lovable loser spot? Damn, dude, that's a crazy story. Um, although, you can't really... You, could you expect anything uh, more from a guy named Bubba? Um, no, no. I think that that's, uh, that was predestined when you name a guy Bubba... Uh, you know, if that if that's the worst you get, um, you're doing well. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so my my pick for right field is more modern. Um, Will Venable. Yeah, yeah. Why? Well, ah, oh, man, I love Will Venable. Um, he's just, you know, he 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 is one of the guys. Shit, dude. I think before being traded, he was like. Our veteran, I think, was he? 
Like, I think yeah, he, I think it was think the longest tenured yeah. Padre. Um, just a like, just a seemed like a stand-up kid who just you know wanted to play ball, and um, you know he did cool stuff every here and there. And um, I just I have I always picture him and Buddy having like the the closest like um, having a very intimate um, you know like father son type relationship. Like I have no clue why I think that. But um, but I just want to think that him and like that he considers Buddy like a father figure, and that Buddy sees him as like a like as another son, um, and and I love Buddy too. So, um, I, but Buddy's another lovable loser. Um, so yeah, man, I don't know. I love uh, love love Will Two L Will. You guys have any love for Two L Will, Yoshi? I would agree. He's just a lovable guy. Very nice. Didn't seem he doesn't seem like the kind of person that has like that could ever be mean. Yeah, it seems like a a very beautiful spirit or something. He, uh, I think the reason that you know you think that Buddy considered him a son is because he seemed like someone without an ego. He seemed like somebody who you know felt like his his superiors or his elders had something to teach him and he was like constantly willing to to learn uh and and just play his role and i mean there's those stories there's i mean well documented how how mu- how he spent his time outside of baseball doing nice things for the community um almost i almost feel like will will venable is just too too lovable for for this list, his his lovability and his uh, his personality make him um, so lovable that you can't even consider him a loser. Uh, and I hope that now that he's in Los Angeles, he was recently signed by the Dodgers. I hope that we don't find him, you know, doing coke in, at, the, at the at the Viper Room with Johnny Depp or something. Um, I hope L.A. doesn't corrupt him in the same way that it did Adrian. No, no, it, no way. No, I, yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to center field. Who do you guys have for center field? Uh, for me, this was... I'd be surprised if you if, if you guys picked anyone other than who I've picked, but were there any thoughts on center field? Cent- Manny, who did cent- you pick for center field? Center field's tough, man. There's, I think there's a lot. Oh. Really? Okay, yeah. let, let's hear some of your ideas. All right, so let's see who... Okay, so I think I know who you're going to go with, so I'm going to go with some someone who I suspect is going to be different. Okay. Um, Tony Gwynn Jr. Oh, shit, dude. I want to retract my my pick. Uh, so why did... That's a great pick. Why did you pick Tony Gwynn Jr.? Well, I mean, because... and Because and, uh, in this whole thing, like, when we use the word loser, we're not talking about, like, losers, like, like I, I don't say that in a derogatory way at all, um, so you know T- Tony Tony Gwynn Jr. was just not um, he wasn't the the greatest uh, performer, um, uh, but but man was he lovable. I mean he I mean of of course being the the, the son of of the god, um, um, you know the fact that he sounded just like him um, seems to just kind of even just have the same. In, in in many ways his, his same personality and 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 uh and uh mannerisms um no matter how low uh his batting average ever could have been we all loved him great pick man i i think that it's such a shame that he is broadcasting for the Dodgers i don't know how that happened why that happened but for God's sake, at some point, Mike D, I know you're listening to this, dude. Hire Tony Gwynn Jr. and and let us hear his voice. Um, please, yeah, I think that's a great call. Yeah, Tony Gwynn Jr. was was never a great major leaguer, but uh, that voice, man, it's it's Tony's, and uh, he seems like a really good guy. And yeah, I, I agree. Tony Gwynn Jr. for center field. Who I who I had? Did you guys have a little more Yoshi, um, 
Little more Yoshi, did you guys have a center fielder? No. No. I like I I had Eric Owens. <laughs> did you know that's who I was gonna pick, Manny? Of course. Yeah. Cause Eric Owens was Eric Owens was the, the biggest deal in in San Diego for <laughs> for a couple years. Not just with the Padres, he was a he was a San Diego thing. There was that that dirty jersey giveaway. I believe we had a bobblehead. Um, he was just again on on very poor teams. He was a super athletic, super fast, uh, unbelievable work ethic um, ball player that that just really endeared himself to. He was charming. He was a he was a he was a charming ball player, and uh, San Diego just fell in love with him. And I I, I of course did as well. Um, I think all of us did. So for me, it was it was Sean Burroughs. I'm sorry. Ooh. Wow. It was uh, Eric Owens in center field. And in the picture, if you guys want to um, pleasure yourselves with a, with a picture of Eric Owens, go to the base, his baseball reference page and look at his stock photo there. He's got, he's got this ridiculously late 90s uh, like pencil thin goatee that uh is just ridiculously ugly but um we don't care because eric owens always tried hard um any thoughts on eric owens before we move on to left field i would use the word scrappy to describe him Mm -hmm. he was he was a he was a scrappy player and yeah man he, he he was um i mean not I don't know. I I just have a bad memory in general, so I can't really remember. I just remember in those times we were pretty damn bad. Because like, I'm wondering if we were as bad as we are now. Um, but but um, so he was just like the one guy that we had to root for. And I'm pretty sure after us he went to go play in TJ. At some point, yeah, I think that he did. He, he we we traded him to the Marlins. Um. But right, I believe sorry. that that's yeah. correct. Yeah, like after his baseball career, I remember. Yeah, I remember hearing that that Eric Owens was was playing down with the uh, photos. Yeah, he had thirty three stolen bases in nineteen ninety nine. That's and a and a three twenty seven on base percentage. That's that's not bad at all. It's that's not loserish. Uh, but played hard. I mean, the fact that he went to yeah, he played hard, and the fact that he went to go play in Tijuana. You gotta, you gotta really want it. He partied hard too. Um, yeah, and that fool stole home plate. Yes, that's right. He stole home. Melvin Upton would be like big fucking deal, but at the time, <laughs> uh, he he did steal. He did steal home. He didn't look nearly he, as slick and graceful as as Melvin did. I feel like that. I feel like the Padres are missing that this season, or just lately, about really like getting behind. Like the way that the Padres got behind Eric Owens at that time is the way that they need to get behind Will Myers this year. Like just just he he's he's our he's our team. He's our organization. Like that's all we got. Like just just everything that you can. I mean put put his face on our fucking hats. Like uh um he's he's all we got. And then that's that I felt like that's the way that we promoted Eric Owens and you know I think we're missing a little bit of that this year yeah that's a good point i, I think you but I, I don't think you can do i mean how would matt kemp feel about that who gives a fuck um <laughs> let's move on to to let's let's get this knocked out let's move on to left field and then and then starting pitcher i had a couple that i thought about um you guys remember termel sledge yep i picked him strictly because of his name um you know he's competing with Bubba Trammell, with uh, Hiram Boca Chica, with your uh, Vitorialba for for the for the best names in, in Padres history, as far as I'm concerned. Termel Sledge, that's just uh, if, if the Termel Sledge sounds like it should be a fucking uh, combo meal at Denny's or something. Uh, it just just makes you makes you feel weighed down when you say it. Termel Sledge. Uh, that's the only reason I thought of him. Um, but my pick for left field was Ron Gant. We had him for one season in 2002, and the reason that I picked him was because of his batting stance. I don't know if you guys remember Ron Gant. Uh, it's another classic Padres buy. 
like at the tail end of his career where he's like really not going to do much. Uh, but you know, they're just trying to, to bring some, some fans to the stadium. He, he was really great with the Atlanta Braves, like in the nineties and with the Cardinals as well. But he had that, um, Gary Sheffield style batting stance where he raises his elbow super high and like waves, waves the bat as he's, you know, mm-hmm. as the pitcher is winding up. And I've, I just, I absolutely love that kind of batting stance. And no matter whether the player hits a, a single or strikes out or pops up when a player has that, the, that Gary Sheffield style batting stance, it's just like 10 times more exciting for me. Um, and Ron, Ron Gant had that and he did, he did end up hitting 18 home runs in 2002, which was the year that he was with us, which isn't bad. Um, but that was my pick Ron Gant because I loved his batting stance. Manny, did you have a, a left field, um, pick for us uh i had tramel tramel sledge uh for yeah. <laughs> exactly what you said um that's got to be one of the coolest names ever given to a baby um so yeah uh, tramel and it's funny that you say that about ron gant because um one of my early memories of you so like i mean one of the things that bonded us that made us friends in middle school was um like was the padres like we became mm-hmm. friends uh partly bit like i don't think we probably would have liked each other otherwise um and so there's the Padres and, and wrestling. And I remember uh, as uh, with with the Padres, I sp- vividly I remember the fact that you loved Gary Sheffield's batting stance. No way, man. Yeah. That's funny. Huh. Damn, I kind of want to make out right now. I, I, I don't remember sharing that with you, but that's, uh, yeah. The, um, it's It just makes baseball more exciting. I wish everyone would bat like that. That's probably what'll what'll bring baseball into the twenty first century if they uh mandate every single player has to bat like Gary Sheffield. Um Can I say one thing? Yeah. Yoshi. What? I'm calling you out, girl. Uh-huh. We're talking about lovable losers uh-huh. and, and you did not mention your boy. Xavier Nady. <laughs> no, not 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 <laughs> X dude, I forgot about X. I, um, I almost included X, but okay. Dino? <laughs> Why do you love Dino so much, Yoshi? Oh, how can you not love Dino? He just always hustled, no matter what. Dude. And and that and that's charming. And and he was clutch. He was clutch to the extent that uh, he had the opportunity to be. Even if he knew he was not, he had no chance of catching the ball. He he went for it. He gave it a hundred and ten percent. He did, and and he is the only one in true Dino. Sorry, Derek. Let's let's go to our last position on this twenty first century lovable losers Padres team, and that's starting pitcher. Um, I'm gonna leave this off to you guys because I couldn't really make a decision. Yoshi, Manny, Little Mo, give me your starting pitcher. I just don't know. I don't know. That was a hard one for me. The name Dennis Tankersley came to my mind. He was another, following the pattern of what we've discussed, another highly touted Padres prospect who, I mean, he didn't work out at all. I think he had like a, a game or two that, w- that, that was uh, impressive. But I, I remember really, really putting a lot of hope behind Dennis Tankersley, and he never panned out. Um, I did make a pick, but I want to hear if there's any other ideas first. So I I was go I I went two possible ways with this. Um, one was one of our more very recent modern uh, pitchers, and the other one is a pitcher who I'm curious to hear from you guys. Uh, do we consider him a, a loser or not? Um, Oliver Perez. What, what I, I what I know for sure that- is he was lovable. What I question is, I don't know. I don't know if I could put him in the loser category. That was my pick, man. I picked Oliver Perez as well, um, and I think ultimately, if I think if you restrict your perception of loser to strictly the Padres, he he was not. But I think. Uh, in the bigger span of his career, 
you could probably consider him a loser. Um, with the Padres in 2003, he he threw 126 innings. Um, his ERA was was pretty bad. <laughs> it was 5.47. Um, but there was just something I don't know. I think he did something for us that you know he he connected with the Mexican fan base and he was just so exciting. And so I don't know if in the context of the Padres you could consider him a loser, but I think over the course of his career he's a, he's a below average major leaguer. Although shit, man, you know he's he's been around for <laughs> he's been around for a long time. He's been around since 2002 and it's 2016 and he's stayed in the majors. Um you know, I don't know if that's a loser or not, but Ollie was Ollie was amazing, man. I still uh one of the, my biggest mistakes to this day is somehow losing that blue Oliver Perez shirt that they gave away. Um, do you remember this, Manny? I don't know if they gave it away or if I just bought it. Do you remember that Oliver Perez shirt I always used to wear? Dude, oh, I got that for you. You I did? Re- <laughs> <laughs> I got it at a Padre game. <laughs> no, no, shit. Fuck, man, what did I do with that shirt? Dude, so me... Oh, shit, I think I stole it from you. No, 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 no. no. Me and Fafa were leaving the game... And they were selling them for five bucks. They were trying to get rid of them. And and we were like, Whoa, like they're selling these Oliver Perez shirts for five bucks? Because it was like a it was like a like it wasn't a cool shirt. Like it, it like it was like one no. of those shirts that like uh has like a big image on the front, you know? Like it was like him pitching or something. Yeah. Um yeah, they were giving them away for five bucks and um so Fafa and I, of course, jumped on it, and we each got ourselves a pair, and then I, I got an extra one for you. Damn, man. Now I feel even worse about somehow losing that. Wait, that yeah, was my... you lost it? I don't have it. That's kind of messed up. Right now? Damn, man. Maybe it got a hole in it, and I just gave it to Goodwill. No, that's cool. I mean, hey, man, you know, you lose stuff, I guess, sometimes. Mm, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Well, Oliver Perez was um he was some he was something special to us and I was for me he's he's my he's he's my Padre story is my 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 greatest uh, personal encounter with the Padre and I've told this on the the pod before but that I uh met him and his dad when I was a bagger at Vaughn's on uh, Mission Gorge Road and he, his father came in um with his son Oliver in tow uh, asking where the frijoles were, um, and I showed him where the frijoles were, and uh, they bought the frijoles, and uh, that's that 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 is probably the closest encounter I've ever had with a padre, besides getting Tony Gwynn's aut- autograph at the Scottish Rite Center um, multiple times. Um, so Oliver Prez, strictly for that reason, will always be one of my favorites. But yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't know whether whether or not he was a loser or not, but I think that he is. Um, but he's certainly lovable. Well, he is, especially, they bought canned beans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's loser. That's loserville. They were living up at uh, La Mirage, apparently. Uh, and I don't know if his dad lived with him, but I'd like to believe that his parents lived with him at La Mirage. Hopefully in a one-bedroom <laughs> apartment. And, and Ollie, Ollie slept at the foot of the bed. They would um, give him such a hard time when he would... Uh, Whenever he'd lose a game, like just asking him over and over, like what he what they what he thinks he did wrong. That's that's what I. Ollie is one of those players that I've always hoped that in these seasons, like pretty much every season since 2010, that we've that we've embarked on, that they would just bring him back, just for no other reason than just just bring him back. Like who gives a shit? Bring Ollie back. I want to see him. I want to see him pitch. Um, but they never do. Instead, we get fucking Kevin Kevin Quackenbush or something. <laughs> just just bring back Ollie. Let him let him throw out of the bullpen. Wait till he's really bad, and then don't yeah, him. yeah, he's not quite bad enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, he'll come back when they do. Like when they retire Khalil's number, he'll be one of the guys like to like the group of guys who like present it to him. I hope so. I so I think we've run through uh, what we set out to run through. We've we've named each of us of 
in turn have named nine position players that are on our lovable losers 21st century Padres team and uh, we're done for today and all I have to say to all you people who are, who are listening out there is please just whatever you do just go fuck yourself goodbye <laughs> hey yo D-Loki give us a second chance stop being so mean bitch Pods, 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 pods.